Hey friend, do you ever find yourself scrolling through social media, looking at all these celebrities who have like bounced back post baby and you're wondering why your body hasn't done the same thing? Do you feel like you lack confidence in your body and the way that you look? Do you feel like your body isn't the same anymore? And as you're getting older, you barely recognize yourself and you wonder what happened to that 20 something body that you used to have. Do you ever find yourself hiding from your husband while you're trying to get changed, trying to make sure that you are covering up? Or do you avoid mirrors? Well, today, my friend, this episode is definitely for you. I'm gonna be talking about mum bodies, how we can learn to love the body that we are in, some really simple strategies to reframe your mindset and help you feel more body confident. If you find today's episode helpful, I'd be really grateful if you scroll down and leave me a review in iTunes. It really does help other people find this podcast. So go grab your pen and paper, your cup of coffee, whatever it is, and let's dive in. Welcome to the Fit Productive Mum podcast. Are you fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy? Are you frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can stick with forever? Do you wish there was an easy way to work with your body to really transform your health from the inside out? Hey, I'm SJ and after 14 years of teaching, I took the leap into the entrepreneur space so I know how hard it can be to grow a business while still being a present mummy and that your needs come and last, leaving you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. In this podcast, I will give you the tools you need to reclaim your energy and time so you can finally love the life you're in. If you're ready to commit to making yourself a priority, then this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited to keep you accountable, be your coach, give you some tough love and laugh with you. Let's come together and make things happen. Hey friend, okay, I'm not exactly sure how you found this podcast, but I do know a lot of you find me through searching in Apple iTunes and putting in words like weight loss, fitness, healthy eating, those kind of key searchable words. And I know that many of us, when we're looking for weight loss solutions, it's often down to the fact that we want to feel more confident in the way that we look. And for many of us who are mums, if you've had children, that lack of confidence comes because our bodies have changed when we have had children. And that's normal and that's natural. But nobody really talks about it. And nobody talks about how that really feels, what that's like. And that's what I want to talk today, talk about today with you, is learning to love your body where you are right now. Now, and I'm not saying, this isn't like me going, oh, you know, you should love your body regardless, because of course I believe in being healthy, physically, mentally, strong, eating well, giving our body the food that it needs, the best things that we can do for it. 
And of course, I'm here to support you if you want to make those changes. But I want those changes to be healthy. And that's one of the reasons why I created the weight loss framework, because it's about a process of getting clear on your goal, knowing why you want that goal. And that's something I'm going to dig into and touch on in this in this podcast episode, understanding the steps that you need to take to hit that goal and then figuring out where it is that you're gonna find the time within your current busy schedule to achieve that goal. Because so many of us, after we've had children, we're kind of in this state of, well, where has my body gone? Like, what has happened? And I certainly feel now I'm in my 40s as well, my body is getting older. I'm struggling to kind of recognize myself sometimes. And I look at my body and I just think, what on earth has happened? Where is this like, 20 something body that I used to have. And I'll tell you what triggered this with me was it was one of those classic moments that I'm sure many of you have had with your kids where Chloe came into the bathroom because of course as a mum you never get any peace even if you are in the bath or trying to take a shower, like your kids are there all the time, you know what I mean. And she came into the bathroom and I was getting out the shower and I was just about to wrap my towel around myself. And she looked at me with a really big cheeky smile on her face. And she was like, mummy, you've got a really big tummy. And I was just like, okay. And I literally stood there with my mouth wide open. And I, I heard Tim in the other room say to her, Chloe, that's not a very nice thing to say, is it? And to be honest with you, I actually didn't sort of respond to her in that moment because I was trying to process in my mind, like what would be a good way to respond to that? And at that moment in time, I really had no idea. Her dad had kind of got involved anyway and I just kind of let him run with it. But I was left stood in the bathroom thinking about myself, my body, how it has changed over, you know, like the past like 20 years since my 20s. And, you know, let's just kind of like rewind our minds to like, and we of course look through it with rose tinted glasses, don't we? You know, back to those pre-baby days when, you know, I think back to my 20s where I could kind of pretty much like eat and drink whatever I liked and it really didn't have much of an impact on me and your bladder worked and you you didn't have stretch marks and, you know, you think about that body and it's really, really hard because particularly in the world that we live in now, we're surrounded by these images of like what a perfect body should be and how we should look and the way that we should dress and all of these things. And it's really hard because people don't talk enough about body image, the way our bodies change when we're a parent, the way that we can feel as a result of this change when we become a mum. And that's one of the things that I really kind of like I really dislike about like society and the world that we live in is we're kind of like flooded with all of these images of perfection, but nobody really kind of shares the tough stuff, the real stuff. Nobody wants to say like, hey, it's actually really hard. And we're kind of left to aspire to look like these magazines, these images on Instagram, And we're all kind of led to believe that, you know, like we should all look like this. 
but it's just absolute rubbish like it really really is just completely frustrating I I really worry about this from my daughter's perspective as well as a, a girl growing up in in this world surrounded by social media I have a 19 year old no an 18 year old niece she's about to turn 18 and I know that you know she feels this she feels this sense of pressure because of what she's seeing on her phone all the time on social media of how she should look the way that she should dress you know all of these things and I'm kind of gonna like rewind a bit and show my age, but for those of you that were born in the 80s like I was, when we went to school, yes, we had peer pressure and that peer pressure came from the people that we saw, but we never had peer pressure from what was going on with social media because it didn't exist. You know, of course there were some magazines and there were people on TV, but we weren't bombarded by these kind of images of perfection that we should aspire to 24 seven. And I really feel that as mums, that we have to kind of take control of this because we want our children to grow up to love themselves, to be confident human beings and and not feel pressured to be the way that the world dictates them to be. And I think one of the things we have to do like to to be able to do that is actually get a grip on it ourselves, which is why, and I'm not sitting here with this perfect like, hey, I'm so perfect and I love every single aspect of my body because that's rubbish, like I really don't. But I think I've kind of got to a point now where I'm accepting of it. There's parts of my body that I really, um, I really like. I can say that I like parts of my body. And there's parts of my body that perhaps, you know, if you'd asked me a few years ago that I really disliked, but there's parts of my body now that actually I'm like, do you know what, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with the change that is happening as I'm getting older. So let's just kind of re- rewind. And I really wanna go back to this whole social media, the pressure that we feel in terms of society and the way that it looks, like the way that we should look and the things that we should do and this kind of like perfect body image that is constantly changing. And I'm sure you've seen like all of, sometimes, you know, when there are accounts out there that are talking about, you know, like how, body positivity and that sort of thing and you think about like the likes of Marilyn Monroe compared to you know the size zeros and how you know what the perfect body kind of image changes constantly and it changes within cultures and within different countries and you know the people that you're surrounded by so ultimately like this idea of perfection it's not coming from a good place. It's coming from a group of people that are going, do you know what, right now, we think the perfect body is having a big butt or big boobs or whatever it is. And that doesn't come from God, does it? That is not a a godly perspective. That's coming from society, it's coming from the enemy, and it's there to make us feel like we are not enough. And that isn't true. Like society puts this this thing on us to make us feel less than. And that does not come from God because as Christians, we know that God loves us. God, our father, has this like amazing unconditional love for us. And as mums, we can kind of get a sense of that because we love our children. We love our children without, 
you know, regardless of what they look like, the way they look like when they come into the world, we love them. And God has that amazing, huge amount of love for us, which is amazing. And it's such a gift, but we're human. And I think sometimes, you know, we know this stuff, we do know this stuff, but we fall short and that's normal and that's okay. And what I want you to take away from this podcast episode today is just some simple strategies and some mindset shifts that you can make to fall back in love with your body at best or perhaps if you're not quite there yet, to be accepting of your body and to understand that it's normal, like how you look is normal and that your body has changed and that your body ages and that is okay. And that is why I want to have this conversation because I don't feel this is a conversation that we have enough. I don't feel that as women we talk about this stuff and we kind of walk around feeling like we have to put on this like brave face all the time and that if we show some kind of weakness then people are going to judge us. So let's like let's get honest here. Let's be open. Let's open the dialogue. Let's have this conversation and let's think to that moment when you first found out that you were pregnant. If you're a mum, think about the moment that you found out that you're pregnant, which was, I'm sure, like, you might have felt excited, you might have felt shocked, you know, wherever you were with that. But from that moment, everything with your body changed, didn't it? And I don't know about you, but I just felt all of that change was completely out of control. I really didn't understand a lot of what was happening, even though I was reading as much information as I I could. And let's be honest, like pregnancy, unless you're one of those few people who kind of go through pregnancy, you know, those earth mom types, like if that is you, oh my gosh, I am so like great celebrating you but the reality is for the majority of us pregnancy birth postnatal it's rough and if you think about pregnancy you know all of the things that we have to deal with like I had sickness I mean let me like we're friends here I'm going to share some a, a few stories with you and I know that you're not going to judge me like when I was pregnant with Chloe I spent most of the first few weeks like eating ginger biscuits we went on a on a holiday (laughs) we were driving through France and we went to like a place in France in the Alps called Morzine and I spent most of the time in the car with a bucket on my lap retching (laughs) and it wasn't fun like it was not fun I spent the whole time like feeling unwell, feeling tired. And, you know, pregnancy is hard. I had horrendous heartburn. You know, there's all of the the gaining weight, the feeling tired, the, the cravings that you might have, the weird cravings that I know some people have, the the frustration at the lack of mobility. One of the things that used to drive me absolutely insane was the fact that towards the the end of my pregnancy, I couldn't bend down to feed the dogs. (laughs) It was so, like, we, at that point, um, we now only have three, but at that point we had four dogs. I couldn't feed the dogs. 
And it was just a normal thing that I did all the time. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I just want to be able to, you know, scoop up the dog food and put it down in the dog's bowl. But I couldn't do it. It was just incredibly frustrating. And I was having to ask for help to do things that I always could do myself. And for us as women to feel like that sense of vulnerability when we're pregnant, that can be really hard and really a real challenge to sort of overcome. And I remember one of my friends, bless her, when she was pregnant, she really desperately wanted to paint her house. And I went round her house one time and she's up a ladder with a, a, a paint roller at like 39 weeks pregnant. And we think that we can take on the world. And so when we actually are pregnant and we have that loss of movement it can be really incredibly frustrating and that can impact your mental health absolutely so let's talk about the actual process of giving birth as well you know what's going on with your body when you give birth I mean let's be honest it hurts like it hurts it can take a long time a lot of us are unprepared for the reality of what is actually going to happen particularly the reality of what can go on when you're actually giving birth, the reality that you can have tearing in your vagina, you might have to have an emergency C-section that you weren't prepared for, that process, I didn't have a C-section myself, my sister has and a number of my friends have and that is just a massive, massive operation and it's, you know, it's big surgery and then you come out of that process and you're there with a baby that you've got to look after. Like birth is hard and your body's kind of doing all of these things and it might be doing the right or some things might not go to plan and you can really, really feel like out of control or and you might feel frustrated with your body because it's not doing what you thought it was going to be and it didn't work out the way that you thought it was going to be which could be another reason why you don't like your body or you lack in confidence with your body because you feel like you couldn't trust it because it didn't do what it was supposed to do and let's go let's talk postnatal as well I mean, nobody, no one, nobody tells you, do they, that you are literally going to have the worst period you have ever had for about six weeks, which is fun, isn't it? And, you know, you're like, I was really lucky, you know, Tim's incredible, but it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, isn't it? And, you know, I had to, I couldn't get in the car and go and drive and buy all of the pads and things that I needed so I had to get him to do it and you know we I'm lucky I have that great relationship with him but if if your other half isn't like you know that sort of person that can be difficult it can be embarrassing it can be hard you know and you're because your body's doing all of these strange things you're less likely to want to go out and I remember one of my friends when I was pregnant she was telling me you know like she just didn't want to go anywhere because like she couldn't control the milk when she was breastfeeding and I didn't actually breastfeed Chloe 
But from what I've heard from from the way that people talk about it, you know, of course it can be great, but it can also be really challenging and it can hurt and it's tiring and it's exhausting. That can be frustrating as well because if you want to breastfeed and you can't, that's disappointing. If you're trying to breastfeed and, you know, maybe you get an infection or something like that or perhaps your body isn't producing enough milk for your baby, then you can feel really frustrated and let down by your body in that situation. And nobody talks about these things. You know, then there's the thing, other things that we might potentially have to contend with like incontinence or prolapse or muscle weakness. Weakness. I mean, I remember after I had Chloe, I was so frustrated with my body because I wanted to go running. I'd always been running before I'd had Chloe, but my the muscles in my hips and my pelvis just weren't strong enough for me to be able to do that. And I know what I've kind of done there is just kind of given you, and I do apologize if you are younger and you're listening to me and you are thinking about having children, like it's okay, don't worry. But I just want I just want us to kind of check back in and to check back in with the hard because we're giving ourselves a hard time and we're giving our bodies a hard time and maybe we get frustrated with our bodies or we lack confidence in our bodies. But I just kind of wanted to recap some of those things that we went through to become mothers and how challenging that is and how amazing it is, of course, that our bodies do these things. And, you know, after all of these things, really, it's not surprising all of these changes and all of these things that happen that, you know, we might not have known about. It's not surprising that we, we might want to hide away when, you know, all we see on Instagram all the time are these like immaculate looking women who have had, you know, the you see them, don't you? Like the celebrities, you see them having their beautiful like posed pictures with their bumps and everything. And then they have their baby and then like two weeks later, they've like snapped back and they look immaculate again. And that is not real. Like you can't look at that and think that is reality. It's not. Just think for a moment. And you know this because you've seen the filters when you're using the social media, you've seen the filters. Okay. So not only if they got the filters on their phone, they've got a personal chef, they've got a trainer, they've probably had some kind of surgery, you know, they've got all of the nutritionists and chefs and all of the things in the background that you don't see, you don't see all of the work that goes into creating that one particular picture that is there on Instagram making you feel bad. And as you can see, like, I feel really, really passionate about this. And I feel really strongly that we are giving ourselves and making ourselves feel less than because of what we're seeing in front of us on our phones every single day. Okay, so I've spent like the best part of 20 minutes kind of ranting about that, talking about how you know, like the bad things that, not the bad things, the challenges that we face through pregnancy. So how are we going to come out the other side of this? So really what I want to do is just share some of my ideas of how you can learn to love your body and appreciate your body a bit more and to feel more confident in the person that you are. So the first thing that I'm going to tell you, and you know I'm a Christian, you need to talk to God, you need to pray and you need to have a conversation with him and dig into the Bible. Like what does the Bible say about your body? What scripture 
is there. Talk to God. Ask him to help you to understand better what he is saying, what his word is about our bodies and the way we should feel about our bodies, the way we should look after our bodies. And I did do a podcast episode nearly a year ago that was all about the godly perspective on health and fitness. So scroll back if you can find it. I'll see if I can link it in the show notes for you as well. So what does he say? Because it's his word that matters most. It doesn't matter what other people think about your body. You know, I know it's hard. Like, honestly, when my daughter said that to me, it absolutely crushed me. But I had to kind of check back in with myself in my mind and think, right, okay, what does God say about me? What does God say about my body? That's where our confidence needs to come from. Okay, number two is talk about it with somebody you trust. Like if you have an amazing partner like I do in him, like I went in, I went to him and I said, Chloe said that to me and he said, I know, I know that you're going to feel bad. And he, you know, he did what a loving partner does and told me that he loves me and that I'm beautiful. And, you know, I was incredibly lucky that I have somebody like that in my life. But talk about it with someone, talk about it with a friend that you trust, you know, talk about it with another mum. And one of the things I found when Chloe was younger and I was kind of going through that hard newborn stage the comfort I found and the reassurance I found wasn't actually from other mums who were in the same stage as I was because and particularly the new mums who were basically like we're all kind of like floundering in the dark totally sleep deprived not knowing what we're doing the comfort came and the support came from the mums who are at the stage that I am now, the mums who have got like four or five-year-olds who are coming out of that newborn, young baby stage and who can go, yeah, do you know what? That's hard. Yes, that's tricky. Yes, that's a challenge. But do you know what? You're gonna come out the other side of it. And they were the people that I found to be most helpful in that journey, in that process. They were the ones that I could talk to because they could offer me the reassurance of, yes, I've dealt with that and this is what I did. So perhaps try and find somebody who is in that phase, in that stage, if you are in those early years, those you know, one to two years of having a new baby. And if you don't have anybody, well, um, hello, <laughs> yes you do, because you have me and I'm here and my inbox is always, always open for you because I know how hard it is because I've been there, I get it. I really, really do understand. And that's why I have this podcast is to help and support you in this process, in this crazy, crazy world that we live in. Number three, is about you being kind and understanding to yourself. And we as mums are the worst for this, aren't we? Because we give ourselves a hard time all the time, critical of ourselves, everybody else, we celebrate and we reward our kids and we tell them how amazing we are, but we give ourselves a hard time. But just take a step back and be a little bit kinder. Try and understand yourself a bit more. And this is one of the reasons within my weight loss framework, is the cycle thinking unit. Because within that process, yes, you're learning how to lose weight and you're setting a goal and you're building the action steps, 
but the cycle cycle, the cycle thinking unit is there for you to better understand your body so that you've got the knowledge to be kind to yourself when you need to be, to know how to optimize your nutrition, your fitness, to know how to optimize your productivity. And I think it's important to remember that our bodies change. Our bodies change when we have a baby. Our bodies are gonna change the second baby we have, the third baby we have, the fourth baby we have. And our bodies are gonna change as we get older. And that just is part of life. Like it is something that we do have to accept. And I'm not using that as an excuse for you to be in McDonald's every day eating junk food. That's not the point of this. The point is that you just kind of need to be happy where you are in the moment right now. And of course, if you want to change the way that you feel, if you want to get healthier and you want to improve your fitness for the right reasons, not because you want to look like the celebrity on Instagram, then I'm here to help you. And that is what the weight loss framework is about. Okay, number four, write a list of the things you do like about you and your body. And I alluded to this earlier. I really did sit down and challenge myself to think about the things that I like about my body, the things that I feel confident in. Like I'm quite happy with my hair. I'm quite happy with my face. I'm re- I feel confident. I think I have like I'm quite I've never felt insecure about my boobs, but of course there are parts of my body that I feel less confident about. But I want you to think about the things that you do like. What is it that you like about your body? What do you feel confident in? Do you really like your eyes? Do you have a great pair of lips? Do you have an amazing, like, I don't know, like arms? Do you have great calves? You know, do you have like really lovely looking feet that you could be like a a foot model or something? I don't know. But just think about the things that you do like about your body and focus on those to start off with. Because this isn't about being, oh my gosh, yes, I love my body so much. Because if you're in a place where you're really like lacking confidence in it, you feel frustrated by your body, then like to go from like zero to a hundred is not gonna work. So start off with the things that you do like. What do you like about your body? What do you like about that can make you, what What are the things that you can focus on about yourself that can help to make you feel more confident? And number five, I'm gonna add on here as an extra kind of like actual tactical thing that you can do, of course, is to do things to look after your body. And you know what I'm going to say to you? I'm going to say you need to feed it well. You need to fuel it. You need to move it. You've got to look after it. You know you're here listening to a health and fitness podcast where I'm going to be talking about weight loss. These are the things that you have to do to look after your body. And ultimately, and this is the point that I'm really going to finish on because I know I'm on my soapbox and I could keep you here for an hour the real key point that you need to remember is that when you look after you, you give your body good food, you move it, you treat it with kindness, you take it to the hairdresser and get your hair cut, you're going to feel more confident 
and you're gonna learn to love and feel that extra confidence from your body by looking after it and respecting it. Right, I did pause there so I could take a breather and take a break because I know I can get on my soapbox and really overexcited about this. I really want to help you and support you if you feel that you are in a place where you lack confidence in your body and you feel that a big part of that is down to like you don't feel healthy, you don't feel fit, perhaps you feel that you want to lose some weight, then I can help you. That is what I am here for. The weight loss framework that I keep alluding to and keep talking about really is a framework to help you lose weight sustainably and to do it in a really healthy manner. It's not about fad diets. I want you to kick the yo-yo dieting habit to the wall. The framework is gonna take you through the process of setting yourself a goal, knowing why you want that goal, unpacking that goal. And I do ask some quite challenging and triggering questions within the online course. It also then teaches teaches you some of the basics, those action steps that you're gonna need to take if you want to lose weight, how to change your nutrition, how to change your fitness, and also the third part of the weight loss framework is about you finding the time to be able to take those action steps. Where are you going to put these things into your current schedule, your daily life? Because if you go into it all guns blazing, but you realize you don't have the time, you're gonna quit. And the framework is about this being a sustainable process. And in addition to that, you're also getting the cycle syncing course that I mentioned earlier where you can learn about your hormones, how they impact your body, what's going on, why you feel the way that you feel, and also how you can use your hormones as like your superpower to optimize your nutrition, your fitness, and your to-do list. And finally, the third thing that you get within the weight loss framework is the accountability, is that extra support, that extra community to help you stay on track. So we have Q&A sessions where you can jump into a Zoom call with me and the other women who are on the same journey as you. You can ask me any questions that you might have, you could look for an accountability partner and you can support one another through this process. The link to the weight loss framework is in the show notes. It's an online self-paced course so you can jump in and out whenever works for you. But ultimately what you're gonna walk away with from the framework is an action plan for 90 days of knowing what it is you need to do, how you're gonna do it and where it's gonna fit into your daily life. I'm really excited to see your transformation and I look forward to getting to know you on the Q&A course. And just before you go, if you found this episode helpful, please scroll down if you are in iTunes, leave me a review because it really does help other people from across the globe find this podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.